welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast, where we help you to build a life of purpose and joy. Our aim is to encourage your hope in the future and strengthen your confidence. I'm your host, Julie Clough, Life Coach and Certified Grief Recovery Specialist. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Episode 47, From Pain to Power. Good morning, good evening, whatever time of day you find yourself listening. I appreciate you being here. And I hope that you are finding value in in the things that I'm sharing with you and the interviews and so forth. I wanted to share with you a review from a couple of months ago that I don't believe I shared previously. So I wanted to make sure I shared this. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the reviews that help us to get the word out there and to, to bring more people to the podcast to listen. And I appreciate you sharing. I appreciate you sharing the podcast with your friends and those that you feel would benefit at it, sharing on social media, etc. But I, I really also appreciate the reviews that you, that you leave. So thank you so much. This review comes from Carol Gambler, C-A-R-O-L-G-A-M-B-L-E-R. The title of the review is So Thankful I Found Your Podcast. I am so grateful to have found Julie's podcast, which in turn led me to sign up for her grief coaching. It has been a blessing, not only for my healing after the loss of our son, but for improving my relationships with both my husband and my daughter and for learning new tools for so many aspects of my life. Wow. Thank you so much, Carol Gambler. Thank you so much. I, I love this review. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to have been able to share some of these things. I love the people I work with. Oh my goodness. They're so fantastic. I just, I just love everyone that I work with and, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful to, I'm grateful to be in a place where that I, where I can help people and I can share what I've learned. And that's a little bit of what I'm going to be sharing with you today. The title of our podcast today is From Pain to Power. And I wanted to share in, in just a few minutes here, a little bit about what happened for me, about my journey over many years, over many years of devastation and rebuilding. I've shared bits and pieces of this before, and some of this will sound familiar. And if you're new to the podcast, it won't sound familiar at all, but you'll get a little bit of a snapshot of, of why sometimes I share that I feel like I'm in a better place now than I was even before the, the horrific loss of my two youngest children. My journey with loss and rebuilding really, I, I guess it really starts when I was a child, but I, I want to, I want to start just with the, with the loss of my brother. When I was, it was, a, you know, many years ago when I was in my twenties, my brother, who was just younger than me, he died by suicide and it was devastating. And it was really my first true introduction to loss in a powerful way. I had lost a great grandmother before. I hadn't lost any other grandparents, but I had one great grandmother that was alive when, you know, when I was young and actually she didn't pass away until I was in like 20 years old. 
which is pretty unusual. You may not have even known any of your great grandparents, but I did have a great grandmother that, that I knew growing up. But this loss of my brother was truly difficult. It was truly just sad. I just, I just missed him. I missed his sense of humor. I missed it just knowing that I could be around him, even though we lived many miles from each other by the time that he passed away. It was not too long after that, that my marriage fell apart. I was, I had three young children at this point and I was working and my first marriage ended. And that was just another horrific loss. It was just, it was devastating for me. It was devastating for my family. It was, it was devastating for my little children. It was a time of great sorrow and great agony and a lot of, a lot of review. It's just really, really normal. And that when we lose someone, like when I lost my brother, when my marriage ended, it's just, it's really a normal process to look back on the relationship and kind of have a relationship review. And I certainly, I certainly was, that was definitely my experience. That was definitely my experience. So, but in 2012, I had six children. I had remarried. I actually remarried about a year after my divorce. So it was pretty quick. And I'm not sure that I ever, well, I'm it's not that I'm not sure. I know that I never really dealt with all the grief from losing my brother and the end of my first marriage. And I remarried a year later and we had three more children. And in 2012, my two youngest children died in a car accident. And that was by far the most heart-wrenching, the most devastating, the most difficult time of my life it was horrendous. And, and as the driver of the car, I heaped so much blame and guilt. And there was just so much, just so much self-hatred. Honestly, it was just, it was just a really devastating, horrific, horrible time. And it went on for months. It went on for months. And I, I did have PTSD from, from driving that car that rolled over that took claimed the life of my children. And so I, I sought therapy. I sought all types of interaction with others. And as difficult as it was, honestly, it was so difficult to really put myself out there and to try to reclaim my life in some way. I'm so grateful for the people that were that were around me, that there were a handful of people. And I think that's, that's a typical experience. There's, you know, one or two, if you're lucky, maybe three people that really kind of comprehend what you're dealing with to some extent so that they're able to walk with you on that journey. And that's what I found. I found that there was, there were a couple of people that were willing to be there you know, family members, friends that were willing to be there, that were willing to stick with me through the awfulness because I was not me. I was not myself. I was, I was buried in a heap of sorrow and grief and pain. 
I was in just a tremendous amount of pain. And when we're in a tremendous amount of pain, we just don't even feel like ourselves. I, I did not feel like myself at all. I was, I was in a daze most of the time. I, if I was functioning at all, I was just not even there. You know, we talk about being present. That's just such a, that's such a buzzword now is to just be mindful and to be present. And, and I wasn't present. I wasn't mindful. I wasn't, I wasn't there because my, my brain was preoccupied with the loss of my children. And I was in a constant state of reviewing, of thinking through everything that had happened and how I could have, how it could have turned out differently. And no matter how many times I would review it in my mind, it always turned out the same way, of course. And so it was just a really difficult time. And I, I struggled mightily for about three years. And at the three-year mark, my therapist said, you know, you're good to go. You, you're, you passed. You, I, I wasn't dealing with the PTSD to the degree. I still had occasional times when I would drive a car where I would feel, I would feel the anxiety of driving, but I really was, I was really was past the, the PTSD. And I really had dealt with the accident and, and, you know, after two and a half years of therapy, but at the three year mark after the accident, I really was in a much better place and I could feel the difference. I could feel the difference. But then when we moved from Texas, where my, my children had lived most of their life to Kentucky, I found myself back in that place again of sorrow and sadness. It was not nearly to the extent I wasn't dealing with PTSD. I, I was just de- dealing with a lot of sadness and a lot of, a lot of looking back again, a lot of sorrow because we'd moved away from where our friends lived who had known our children who had passed away. And because I was away from all these people that knew Carrie and David, I went through a, a real period I would say a year, year and a half of kind of going through the whole process again. And again, not to the extent that I had previously, but because I was missing Carrie and David, because I was away from where they were buried, because I was away from the people that knew them. I did have family that was fairly close. They lived in Tennessee, so they were within a half day's drive, which was awesome. I loved that. So I did have them that my family that could, you know, were willing to talk about Carrie and David, who knew them, who I didn't feel like were missing a chunk of my very important history. And when we meet people and when we know people, it's, it feels good to have people that know our history, that know where we came from, that know our family. And because I moved away and not only, not only was I missing Carrie and David, but my, by that time, my three oldest children had moved out, had gone to college or were, were living elsewhere. And so it was a real time of transition for me. It was a huge time of transition for me, but I went from, you know, after therapy, I went from just total devastation to coping. And then as I moved through coping, 
I became, I felt more and more capable again. And as time went on and I worked through some of those thoughts and feelings that I had after that loss, I became, I felt more and more capable. I felt more and more like myself to a certain extent. But then it, it was a couple of years after that, that I found coaching. And the very first coach that I ever hired was a law of attraction coach. And I have a whole episode on the law of attraction, but the, but the law of attraction is all about, you know, whatever we're thinking and feeling is what we're attracting into our life. That's the simplified version. That's a very simplified version, but it was amazing over just a couple of months just working with this, I was ready. I was just ready. And, and working with this coach that I had found moved me from capable to empowered. I found myself super grateful for what I had. I found myself focusing on the good that I had in my life and really being more, more purposeful, being more intentional about what I what I wanted. And for the first time, really the first time in my life, I got super focused on what I wanted for my future. And it was a process. It was a process of becoming focused on what I wanted for my future. I didn't know at first. Honestly, the very first meeting I had with this coach, I look back now and I go, Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was, it was kind of hilarious because I, I met with her. We were in a business group together in a chamber of commerce where I'd met her. And when we met, I said, Oh, we should, we should get together. I told her I was looking for a coach and I had been interviewing some people and trying to, trying to decide what I really wanted, but I knew, I knew I wanted more and I wasn't sure how to get there. I just didn't know how to get there. And I, and I felt like maybe hiring a coach was going to get me from here to there. And our very first meeting, I don't even know how to describe it, but we sat down, we were just talking about business and I was telling her about, you know, we, we own a couple of chiropractic clinics, my husband and I, neither one of us are chiropractors. We are business owners. And so we own these chiropractic clinics. So we met at one of the clinics and, and I was feeling frustrated with my life. I knew that what I was doing at that moment was not what I was meant to do. It was not where my passion was. It wasn't I, I had felt these, I had felt these, this draw to do something. I, I had had these experiences where it became pretty clear to me that I was supposed to help others through loss. I, I knew that was the case. I didn't know what that looked like. I really didn't know what it looked like. And I had started doing some mixed media art. I've, I've been involved in crafting and art for many, many years, but I had really entered this phase of doing mixed media art and I was loving that. And I thought, well, maybe through my art, I can, I can share my story and, and help people just by sharing my story. And anyway, so we had this first meeting and I sat there, it just completely bewildered, not really knowing what I wanted. And I remember saying to her, you know, if I hired you, I don't even know what we would talk about. I don't even know what we would do because I don't even know what to work on. <laughs> it was, it, it was, it was pathetic. I was pathetic. <laughs> um, but, 
But after talking to her, I said, you know what? Let's, let's go for it. And I, that was the catalyst. That was the catalyst that moved me from capable to empowered that really opened my eyes to everything that I already had and opened my eyes to what was available to me in my future. It was really amazing. And I was amazed at how quickly I was just ready. I was amazed at how quickly I moved and things started to change for me. And I then I went from empowered to really thriving because action creates power. I, I really believe that action creates power and rebuilding is an important element. It was an important element for me and my healing. It was not just about, it was not just about moving past the pain of my losses. It was also about looking forward with hope and encouragement and a desire for something more. And knowing, knowing that there was a better life ahead created in me a desire and an interest in continuous improvement. And I have found that with most people that just having the hope, just knowing that there's a better life ahead creates a desire. It creates an interest in, in improvement. It creates an interest in, in really building what it is that we're visualizing. So my own journey through grief and rebuilding went something like this. I started out as a pretty capable person. I, I had some skills. I had some interests, but then after the accident, I just went from capable to just devastated. No longer did I feel capable. No longer did I feel able to even cope. And through some work, work with a therapist, work, working through my grief, I, I went from devastated to coping. And then I went from coping to capable again. So I got back to kind of where I felt like I had been before. I was back at capable again. But then through some additional work, through some additional action, I went from capable to empowered and then to thriving. And I didn't travel through these phases. This is this is a snapshot of many years of work, but I didn't travel through these phases of my healing in a, a straight line. That's not the way it worked. It was not linear. This snapshot of my path represents a very simplified, very simplified overview of many years of work. And I, I can see now how I went from capable to devastated to coping to capable again and empowered and thriving. I can see that picture now, but in the middle of it, it was harder to see. It was harder to see, but sometimes you'll hear me talk about how I feel like I'm in a better place now than I even was before the accident, which sounds crazy. And if you're in the middle of a devastating loss and you're, you're feeling that devastation, you're, it's okay if you just say Julie's crazy. I get it. It's, it's so, it's so difficult to see from that place of devastation. And I understand that, but it is the truth of my reality is that I am in a better place now than I was before because I truly have learned how to create a life that I love. I've learned how to build relationships 
to rebuild relationships, to improve relationships. And, and spoiler alert, it was all about me. It wasn't about the other person. It was about me. It was about me taking control of who I was and what I wanted. I wanted to share this, this snapshot with you today because I wanted to give you an example of what's possible. And maybe you have found yourself in that same journey. Maybe you have felt, maybe you felt capable before your loss and now you feel devastated. Or maybe you've moved past the devastation to coping and you're coping now. Or maybe you've even moved from coping to feeling more capable. And again, this is not linear, but certainly as I look back, I can see these kind of chunks of experiences that, that I had. Wherever you're at right now, I just wanted to show you my own journey over years of work and hiring coaches, hiring a therapist, doing the work, being willing to put myself out there in ways that sometimes weren't comfortable. It wasn't comfortable always. In fact, a lot of times it was super painful to to even attempt to move forward, to even attempt to take those actions that I was taking. It was difficult, but I'm so grateful that I did. And I wanted to just show you what's possible. I wanted to show you that it is possible to go from pain to power. Be patient with yourself and recognize that you're doing better than you think. You really are. At Build a Life After Loss, we have two events coming up. First, if you're in the Salt Lake City area, there's a new grief recovery group that's starting on September 10th in Sandy. And I only do these twice a year, so it's not too late to join. So be sure and reach out to me. Let me know that you're interested, that you'd like more information. The group is an action group. It's designed to help you move beyond death, divorce, and those other losses such as health, career, faith. Again, this group is forming on September 10th in Sandy, Utah. And for more information uh, or to register, just send me an email at julie at buildalifeafterloss.com. The second upcoming event that I want you to, to be aware of is our brand new online Build a Life After Loss support group, which will launch in October. So get ready for that. We'll be diving in deeper So as we talk about things on the podcast, then we're going to have an opportunity to meet live and you'll be able to ask questions. I'll be able to share some, some more deeper understanding because we can do video and you can see me and see some charts and some diagrams and so forth, some lists. And anyway, super excited about that. I'm looking forward to spending that time with you guys live and answering some of your questions. If you know anyone that could benefit from our Build a Life After Loss podcast, please share it with them. Share on social media. We are on Facebook at Build a Life After Loss. And we are at buildalifeafterloss.com. We're also on Instagram by the same name. I love being here every Wednesday with you. Remember, I believe in you. I love you. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye.